0: You're listening to 7-Minute Stories with Aaron Calafato. This episode emails to my dead grandfather. My grandfather died about three years ago, and it was pretty sudden. He fell and he hit his head, and he bled out, essentially. And when he got to the hospital, it was too late, and his brain swelled up, and, and it was really sudden. And he was in his mid-80s, and he was, I don't know how, you you know, when you're in your mid to late 80s, uh, how, how healthy you can be because you're towards the end of your life. But I know that he had a pretty decent quality of life, and he could have lived another five to ten more years, but he, he fell. And it was sudden. And he was gone. And it was my grandfather, but I was very close to him. And I miss I miss him a lot uh, to this day. But it was interesting. A couple of months ago, I'm on my email, my Gmail account, sending out mail for work. And I look down at the bottom of the screen. There's that option where you can chat with people or video chat or, or Google Hangout or whatever. And his name pops up. And it was a weird experience seeing his name pop up, and it—it it didn't say he was online or active or anything like that. It just his name was there, and it was an email, josephcollier@gmail.com, and it—and I remembered that about four or five months before he passed away, he got into this technology kick that he wanted to to adapt, and he wanted to learn how to use email, and he was determined to use. it. So he bought a tablet. I mean, the dude went all out. He bought a tablet, had his email. It was trying to, you know, trying to figure out what URLs were and and Twitter and Facebook. And he was trying so hard, but he got so frustrated. He was absolutely frustrated. He'd call me all the time. What the fuck? I can't figure this goddamn thing out. What's going on with the Facebook? And what's an email? What's spam? And all this kind of stuff. And it was an interesting experience for me because the last four or five months before he passed, we were doing this all the time and I would go over his house and he wanted me to sort of tutor him, and you know we we were close, like almost like father and son. So it wasn't me going over there, and yeah, it's frustrating, you know, teaching someone who doesn't really know and is kind of stubborn. And but it was a connective experience for us. Um, it was connected because we got to go over there. It gave us an excuse to talk and bullshit and and, and chat. Um, and an interesting period of my life in a way because I'm. Um, um, you know, young man starting my life, so to speak, and, and he's towards the end of his life. And, it, and and we had that window of time to experience that together, but it was all facilitated by, by his desire to continue to live. And not only continue to live, but to try and adapt and try and learn new things even when he didn't have to. I know even now, like I'm in my early 30s, I, I still am like I'm noticing I'm getting kind of like closed off sometimes to ideas or things or stuck in my ways. And when I see that, I try to crack that shit. I try to break that habit. And I, he noticed that too, as well. And I think that that effort is something I always will admire his ability to, to, to break down whatever prejudice he had or, or, or stubbornness he had and, and continue to try to learn and to connect, even though he didn't do it incredibly well. And so this name with this Gmail account was an, uh, an email we created together. And I set him up. And I don't remember the password, and I really haven't tried to figure it out since I saw that pop up on my screen and and he barely remembered his password either, but we would have dialogues, it would go back and forth. So I started looking at the history and viewing the deleted messages and we'd have these kind of dialogues back and forth. And just a couple of months ago, I started emailing him even though he's passed away. Is that weird? I mean, I just would thought, you know, instead of praying, I don't do very well with prayer in the sense that I always get my thoughts mixed up. I never really feel like I connect to the person I'm praying to or the the universe or whatever I'm doing. I have a hard time really staying focused. Um, and I try to be present. But even when I do pray or if I talk inside my head or, or say a few words for someone, I don't know if that it feels like it doesn't manifest and it doesn't feel like there's this connective thread that happens. Um, One is there's no response at the same time, even internally in my mind, it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything productive, if that makes sense. But when I emailed my grandfather and I saw the, the data that I sent the email, regardless of the fact that he did not receive it or that nobody received it, that it went out in the cyberspace to this email account that no one is tending to, The accomplishment, the sense of connectivity, the effort to communicate with him was really important. And I thought it was an interesting exercise to send him my thoughts and my ideas and continue that communication. And we don't know the metaphysical world. We don't know what's out there. And my hope is that every time I log on and every time I send him an email and tell him that I love him and that I miss him and that I think about him all the time, And that his lessons uh, stayed true with me in my life. All these things I sent him maybe somewhere in cyberspace. He's logging in too. And he remembers his password. And he's reading them. There's the hope of that. The reality is, I think, different. But the hope is there. And there's the evidence in my sent box that lets me know that not only do I still care about him, but I still make an effort to reach out. Uh, Even if it's just in cyberspace, uh, even if he's not reading them. For more 7-Minute Stories, go to erincalifato.net or subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for listening!